to Hardy Party of Five and a Half. We have a very exciting show today. But first, I just want to mention, if you haven't already liked and subscribed, you should totally do that. That's a big deal to podcasters. So drop us a little note. We read all of them in the comments. Just drop us a little note. Give us a five-star rating, and we would really appreciate that. Now, on with the show. And I do mean that in the very literal sense because we, Scott, you've outdone yourself today. It's worked out pretty well, hasn't it? (laughs) A few weeks ago... A friend of mine, David, and I, thanks to Rebecca, went to go see Music Man on Broadway. The Music Man. The. Which is by far my favorite musical. Mm -hmm. I used to watch the 1962 film version like probably once a month as a kid. Is that weird? Yes. A little weird. But I just loved it that much. Like Robert Preston was one of my heroes. Shirley Jones. Buddy Hackett. eh, I don't know about that one. But he was, <laughs> he's one of the characters in it. But I just love everything about the show. Mm-hmm. I love, there's a redemption quality to the show. He's kind of a bad guy that comes into town by the end of the show. I don't want to give it all away. He's a huckster. He's a huckster at the beginning. <laughs> but then by the end, he's realized that he can help people. Yeah. And he can build community. Right. Which he didn't think he could do before that. Yeah. So that's just my kind of show. Mm-hmm. These are the kind of shows I love. Like, we like hopeful sports movies and hopeful musicals. <laughs> what does Emma Crow do? She is, first of all, a ballerina. Yes. Like a world-class ballerina. Yes. She won the gold medal in, like, 2011 for that yeah. at the World Ballet Competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is now making her Broadway debut in The Music Man as Zanita Shin, which is the mayor's daughter. Guys, this isn't, like, a small role. No, not at all. She's got a big role, and she yes. talks and everything. <laughs> she has lines and everything. She has lines and everything, yeah. and she talked to us. <laughs> she did. But it wasn't scripted at all with us, though. Not, no, not no. scripted at all. Nope. So, we cannot wait for you to hear this amazing... I, I love it when we interview younger people. We've done it a few, two or three times. It's so inspiring to me. I just, I love it. I just feel like we're seeing someone who we're, is raising up in this this country right now when a lot of people can be discouraged. Oh my goodness, what's the future going to hold? And then we talk to some very inspiring 
teenagers who just they got their heads on straight and they're doing they're doing good things. So I, right. I love these kind of interviews. So we hope you enjoy this interview with Emma Crow. <laughs> Emma Crow, thank you so much for joining us on Hardy Party of Five and a Half. You're in the cast of Music Man on Broadway with Hugh Jackman. We have so many questions. I think this is like first degree of separation, right? Isn't in, that what in it would what be way? Well, to Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we've got the real star of the show. That's right. That's we've right. got the real star of the show. I'm so excited to talk to you. I mean, I cannot wait. I've been giddy all morning, actually. A little giddy. Yeah. I, have. I thought I would be the giddy one because it's like my favorite show ever. Yeah. But you seem more giddy than me. I right know. Now. I am totally giddy. Okay, Emma, <laughs> you have been dancing since you were two. Yes. So what does dance mean to you? I mean, that's like you're 17 now, right? Mm. So your entire life you've been dancing. What does that mean to you? Exactly. So, I mean, dance, it's been with me. I feel like it's really in my blood since I was little, but especially now, cause it's, you know, big, been such a huge part of my life, but it's definitely a expression of how I feel it could be. Um, it's just very like a safe space of whatever I choose to express at that any given moment. So, um, yeah, it's just a beautiful art form and I'm very lucky to be able to use my body in a way that provides me with such happiness and comfort but also is great to watch I think yeah have you always been in the New York area um I'm from New Jersey so um yeah like tri-state area very close so that's like a good area to to have that love in it seems like there's a lot of opportunity there for that yes for sure I mean New York is where you want to be if you want to dance ballet or theater so yeah so speaking of ballet, at age 11, you were an overall gold medalist with the World Ballet Competition in 2016, mm-hmm. and you also danced with the American Ballet. What is that like? Okay, you see pictures of ballet feet, you know, yes. the, the mutilated <laughs> feet of a ballerina. Is that true? And tell me about like how that, what's that, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, the feet is pretty true. Um, I feel like technology with just like um, protecting your feet has gotten better. So I feel okay. like it's not as destroyed as people might think. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it's it was crazy. I mean, I trained so long and so hard to do that competition and I'm very happy it paid off. And yeah. it was a really great experience just to be on stage and you know really just do my best. Yeah. I'm a hairdresser. And so I have a lot of little clients and they're usually taking ballet, tap and jazz. So like, was there, I guess there was, did you take all that when you were little? And then at one age you were like, ballet, is it where I'm going? Mm -hmm. Yes. I took um, tap, jazz, contemporary, um, ballet, pretty much all of them. And then one day you just fell in love with ballet and went that direction. Or was that just what you were really great at? You could really see that that was like your giftedness. I think that was my favorite from the beginning. So I just really put a lot of time and energy into the ballet specifically, but um, I really enjoyed the other classes too. And I feel like they, especially right now, help me like get this job. um, Yeah. 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 It was the tutu and the high buns, the tight. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, you mentioned you're on Broadway now. You're starring as the mayor's daughter 
Zanita Shin in my favorite show ever, The Music Man. <laughs> so wh what was that audition process like? How did you how did you go about even knowing about the show and then getting on the show? It's actually a very crazy story, but I found out about the show in 2019, I believe, when it was like first announced that you know, Sutton was coming back to Broadway and Hugh Jackman. And um, I've always loved the music band. So I was very excited and I was like, oh, I have to go see that show. And then during COVID actually, and I didn't have an agent at the time. I just got one about like two months ago. Um, but I got an email from a casting agent who was casting the show. And she reached out asking me if Broadway was something that I'm interested in and that um, she thought I would make a great Zenita Shin. So from there, I did a series of Zoom auditions and um, like with our director and choreographer and um, just kind of all of it. And then the first day I met everybody was actually that first day of rehearsal, October 28th. Um, so everything was virtual because of COVID. So it was very Pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. So what was it like when you found out that, where were you when you found out you made the show and what did that feel like? Oh, I was at my house in New Jersey and um, I was in my library and I was on a Zoom call like this with the casting agent who was, you know, working with me throughout the several months that I was auditioning. And she, at first I thought she was going to tell me that because there was like a little um, work session in August that happened. So she was, I think, I thought she was going to ask me about something that had to do with that. But then out of nowhere, she was like, we reviewed your tapes and, you know, you're Zanita. So this is my official offer of, Crazy. you know, <laughs> welcome to the Music Man family. And I was so excited. I mean, oh I was nice and composed <laughs> with the camera, but obviously showed my enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. And then once I got off the call, um, my mom was kind of hovering in the doorway. So we both celebrated together. And I think she has a video of me like on the floor, like screaming. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so cool. That's so, so cool. That's so awesome. what is it about you, Music Man that holds a special place in your heart? But I also want to know, do you have any other Broadway shows that you love? I love so many Broadway shows. I mean, Wicked is amazing. Yeah. Phantom, uh -huh. um, Into the Woods. Oh yeah, we saw that somewhere, but not there. Um, oh, uh, City Center? We saw it in D.C., I think, didn't yeah, we? I think we saw it in yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Um, have you seen Dear Evan Hansen? Yes. I, want I to love see that show. Is it good? It's so good. It's really, really good. So what um, about Music Man do you love? Uh, there's so much I love about it, but I think it's been such a part of my life ever since I was really little. So being in the show now is such a full circle moment. Um, but it was my grandfather's favorite show, and he was from Iowa, so... Um, every long car ride, every long plane ride, because he lived in California. So every time my family went over there, my sister and I would religiously watch Music Man. Really? And so we like know all the music. Like, um, so yeah, it was just a huge part of my childhood. And so it's just incredible being in the show. Okay, this sounds like me when we travel because I will put on, I put on the original we have to listen to Shapoo version a lot. We listen to a lot. Robert Preston. <laughs> yes. But one time awesome. you tried to get our kids to watch Music Man, they must not have loved it I as did. much as her. They, it's it's a little it. long for them. Yeah. And yes. They were, yeah. They were they were out. Well, our that. kids want action and yes, we have three boys. Yeah. So yeah, wow. definitely all about the superhero side of things. I thought I was showing them something so special, <laughs> and they just kind of. <laughs> 
like you know, yeah. they'll come around they don't know yet <laughs> but i was totally like you since i was a kid i just loved the yes. show yeah. We did take our kids to see Wicked in New York. And I do remember, I think Alex was maybe nine at the time, our youngest. And it was, he, it was like 20 minutes in and he said, when's halftime, which <laughs> plays sports. He said, when's halftime? I said, you mean intermission? And it's probably not for another hour and 20 minutes. I said, why are you already bored? And he said, no, I don't want it to end. So he oh, did. Good. Yes, he yeah. did fall in love with that. So that was kind of cool. That. maybe if it's better if it's live yeah maybe yeah, so yeah so you're you're Haitian from your mom's side what does it mean to you to be a woman of color in in this iconic piece uh, I think it's amazing and I'm so grateful and honored that they chose somebody who looked like me to play this part because you know ordinarily it's not um you know the standard choice but mm -hmm. I mean I just I think I would have really appreciated I mean I'm still quite young, but I mean, people that are younger than me and growing up, not only in theater, but just in life, if they see somebody who looks like them, it could be very inspiring and help them achieve whatever goals and dreams that they have. So yeah. I just hope but I can it's do also that. cool. It's cool that you have the cast is such a wide range of ages. Yes. You have from eight, nine, 10 to 60 or 70 and some of the mm -hmm. older characters. So how is it like, is it, does it feel like a family on the set when you're there? Oh, at the theater? For sure. Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting because you can learn so much, like no matter what, you know, the person could be 10 years old, but you still learn so much about them and their work ethic and same with the people who are Broadway vets. Um, so it's very it's amazing that we have such a wide range and we all get along so well. It's beautiful. So there's no, there's nothing we could get that would give us some like dark stuff that's happening on set. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm just totally kidding. No, it's no. all pretty happy back there. No, I mean, you can just, having been to the show, Rebecca, I went to the show a few weeks ago. Yeah, thanks. With a friend. I and, only hope to get to go one day. Yeah, we're, we're trying to plan that so she can go. But you just, being at the show, you can just sense the joy, the happiness that y'all have in performing mm -hmm. and just how everybody gets along. I don't think you can fake that in a, in a show. Yeah. So I think it just helps that y'all get along so well. Well, so, I mean, yeah. I know you've been to the show, but I follow a few of these people on Instagram and yeah. the behind the scenes rehearsals and stuff that they post, they always seem so joyful too. So, yeah, you know, there you go. <laughs> it's a good group. Yeah. yeah. So you have 21 Broadway debuts, yes. which is crazy. Hello and welcome to the legendary Winter Garden Theatre. These 21 young professionals who I am lucky enough to call my friends and colleagues, uh, my exemplars and my inspiration, have infused this production with a spirit of joy and an energy that quite nearly blows the roof off this place. The world and it's looking glass, the theater world, have been through quite a bit of heartache these past two years in exile. And I'm not sure we've ever needed that joy, that spirit, and that energy so much as we do right now. So please join me in saluting these young river citizens, future stars, and newest members of our Broadway community. So you have Gino, who's 21. He's kind of the elder statesman of the young people, I guess. And then Benjamin is 10. Is he really playing? Now, is he 11 now? Yeah, he had a birthday a few months ago. Okay, so. at the very end, is he really playing the trumpet? Is he doing yes. it? 
What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he takes lessons every week. He's really incredible. Yeah. I can't. So he my... didn't know how to play it beforehand. No. <laughs> he learned it for Music Man. You people are so talented. I know. It's just <laughs> well, it's like you you find out I've got to do this, and you just go figure out how to do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's incredible. Cool. Yeah. Then you have Kayla, who's eleven. So mm -hmm. what's it like to be a part of? I mean, you have such a young company there. Yeah. Be... I mean, it's everybody's so nice, and the kids are very sweet as well. And um, yeah, like the age ranges are incredible, and it's so nice that they chose to have so many debuts. I believe it's a record for the Winter Garden oh, wow. um, that we have so many um, at the same time. So. Yeah, I mean, all the little kids, they're so talented. And like I was saying, it's very inspiring just seeing them work so hard at such a young age. Like they're so serious about what they do. So, yeah. yeah. Really and they great. probably look up to you on some of those are younger than you and you're like their role model. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's beautiful. I think we all just love each other so much and it's really nice. <laughs> okay, so you've got all the young people. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have like legends like Hugh Jackman and mm -hmm. Sutton Foster. So what are they like and what have they meant to you working with them and just getting to know them? Yeah, they are genuinely so kind and so talented and they work so hard and they have really set the standard for our company. Just, you know, I feel like it could have been really easy for them to be like dismissive or, you know, not go out of their way to make connections with every single person. But from that first day of rehearsal, they knew everybody's names and oh, wow. they you know, nurture relationships and not only with the cast, but also with the crew and stage management and everybody in the building really is friends with them um, on a very personal level, which is really nice. And professionally, they're obviously so talented. And if I ever have any questions about anything, they're more than welcome to help, not just me, but everybody. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're so nice. And for me in the production, like, like we said, I love the original. But I think with Sutton particularly, she brought something to that role that I don't think Shirley Jones brought. Like there's, yeah. she was more sassy than Shirley. Yes. So I think that was, that was kind of an eye opener to me that really this production goes past the original for me because mm -hmm. of those, those little things like that, that they've taken the character in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. She kind of made it a bit more modern and relatable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you really wanted, you really went like really wanting to see Hugh Jackman, obviously in this role and you well, love musical, but you left, music man. Music I know. Man too, yeah, but you also left with a higher appreciation of Sutton Foster. You were like, who is this lady? Why is she so yeah. amazing? Like she, he, yeah. he, she just blew your mind. Like you thought she was amazing. incredible. Yeah. So after weeks and weeks of rehearsal, what's that red carpet moment like? Happy opening, you guys. You made it. I can't wait to go inside and see. Happy opening, Music Man. Have a great one. Happy opening to the Music Man. 76 trombones. Happy opening, Music Man. God! <laughs> it feels like shapoofy. It's everything. It's like joy. And I can't wait to do it tomorrow. It's been a long time coming. More than two years in the making, you know? I've had this outfit for two years. It was the most exhilarating experience of my life. I'm so, so excited. It's like the best moment of my entire life. 
that moment when we hear the applause and we give that great big O, I'm like, we're on Broadway. What words could be saner, or truer, or plainer than it's you, it's you. incredible and also we were very lucky to get a red carpet um just with kind of covid and everything so we were very happy just to be together on that evening um it was it was so nice i mean it kind of felt like a dream especially when it was done we were all like did we just do that because <laughs> um, we've all been working so hard and so long and you know tech and previews it's very um long tiring process so just to finally be open was amazing and also with the delays you know we were supposed to open so long ago I mean I wasn't cast in the show until June of 2021 Mm -hmm. so I was one of the people who were cast later but um there were people cast like two years ago so just that moment for everybody but especially the people who've been with the show for forever I think it was just such a cathartic moment Uh what did you wear I wore, I had a stylist named Jake, so he's amazing. Um, I wore a Marquesa dress um, and like Tiffany jewelry and it was so nice. Girl. <laughs> felt like a princess. So fun. Did you wear your hair down? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> well, and there's those cool moments like they, on the doors of the theater, they have all the cast members and stuff. So yes. what was it like seeing your name up there? That was crazy. They didn't tell us they were doing that. Yeah. um, People, some people live closer to the theater. So they were like walking home one night and they were like, is that our names? Like on the, on the side (laughs) of the winter garden. And the next day, like all of us came and saw it and it was so special. Just so cool. it, It doesn't even feel real. Like I still walk past and see my name. I'm like, I kind of like dissociate because I'm like, that's not really me. Like that's just a bunch of letters strung together. Um, but it's like, that is my name on there. Yeah, so. so cool. Very cool. Okay, so I mentioned a friend and I went a few weeks ago and- Bragger. Well, I keep mentioning that, don't I? Sorry. <laughs> Only her and I have been to the show so I far. Know, no, I okay. Know. Um, we're, gonna get, we're gonna get you there. Yes, um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the show we were at, the, a couple of things happened mm-hmm. and the, uh, like things that aren't scripted. There was one moment where Sutton pushed Hugh and I think she pushed him too hard because he kept mm-hmm. wheeling back. So then he made a moment of it. Like he came shimmying up and all that. You could tell it wasn't scripted. Yeah. And then they kind of played off each other for a minute. And then like the professionals they are, they knew just long enough to break character and then come back. Mm-hmm. And then later in the show, another cast member was sitting down in the chair and it broke. I remember so, that. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. That's the show he was at. Yeah. <laughs> so for us, it was cool because it made us more like, it made us enjoy the performers even more. Mm-hmm. Like we were in on it too, you know. Yes. So what are those moments like when something goes wrong? And has anything gone wrong in one of your numbers? And how does that feel when that happens? Um, It's. 
I mean, obviously we put a kind of a pressure on ourselves to make it, you know, professional and the best show that we can give, especially for a paying audience. And um, a lot of the people bought their tickets a while ago, so they expect something really beautiful. But I mean, either way, if a little break happens on stage, I feel like that is very endearing and it shows, you know, that we're humans as well. And we're not like robots who do everything, you know, (laughs) in a straight line every day. But um, yeah, I think moments like that are really funny and I love to journal. So usually if they're really funny like that, I write them down and just so I remember them forever. But uh, yeah, things go wrong for sure. Especially like in, I won't give it away since you haven't seen the show, Rebecca, but um, (laughs) there's a scene in the library and there's a series of books being thrown around. And so things like that, where you can't really control if a book goes flying. um, But I mean, everybody's very quick on their feet, so they find a way to make it still work. But yeah, I think, I mean, that's the beauty of live theater as well. Um, yeah, and it keeps it exciting, not only for the audience, but for the performers. Yeah, and I think that one of the things was you had such great tickets. You're welcome. It was for his birthday. <laughs> the tickets for um, You had such great tickets that you, in some people that if you're for further back, I think you know, we've seen a lot of Broadway shows and that's the first time you've ever really experienced that because yeah. you were kind of close so enough close, to like yeah. see that those things mm-hmm. happen. So that's kind of a cool experience. So, so many big numbers in this show. Do you have a favorite? And is it because when it's your favorite, do you get tired of doing it, first of all? And then second of all, like how I on a very small listen, very small scale, Emma, I do the choreography for our church Christmas gala. So I know what it's like to try to corral a bunch of 16 year olds and younger. And um, also just kind of working through that, how you like you're you're teaching them this part, you're teaching them this part, you're teaching them this part. Like how what what is your what's your favorite and how does all that come together for you? Um, my favorite number in the whole show, I would have to say, would be Marion, the librarian. Um, I just think it's, you know, there's a little bit of risk involved, so it keeps it really fresh and interesting. And also Hugh and Sutton have a great time on stage, so I feel like the energy is just really great in that number. Um, so I would say that's my favorite. And well, in the rehearsal studio, we had several hours a day. Um, the rehearsals were very long, but they were so fun. And we were just in the studio, really just making, you know, we would do it section by section, obviously not like the whole thing at once, because some numbers are like six minutes long or longer. So um, a long time. Very. But the kids are also very professional and same with the adults, you know, so when it's time to learn, everybody's just like very honed into what they have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, like everybody makes mistakes and people ask questions and um, you know, it comes to comes together slowly, but I mean, but also for Broadway, you don't really have that long to rehearse. You have, I think we had seven weeks. Um, so wow. to learn a show like that isn't, um, in comparison, isn't very long. Yeah, that's but, a test of your talent. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the choreography flows together quite nicely. So it kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure blend. there's more than one choreographer teaching all of you. So there's probably yes. pockets happening at different places. Yeah, we have two. Um, Warren Carlisle, yeah, is our, well, I guess three. We had Warren Carlisle, who is our head choreographer, and then um, Sarah Edwards, who is our associate, and then Scotchy, um, who is like a second associate. Okay, yeah, that's so fascinating. Okay, so eight performances a week. Sometimes you have two. Do you have two today? 
Um, what day is it? Saturday. Yes. So are you performing in both of them today? Yes. Yeah. So exciting. So what, how, what is that like? I mean, is it just, I mean, what is, what's a two a day like? It's a lot. I mean, you have to You're definitely time with us this morning and you have two performances. I know, that's so nice. Of course. I mean, this is so fun. Um, but I think definitely not only physically, you have to be very warmed up and, um, you know, cause you can easily get injured in a show like this, especially with all the repetition and we dance a lot in this show. So, um, physical health is very important, but also pacing yourself mentally. Like you can't give, um, a hundred percent of what you can, because then you're not going to make it for make the second it. one, you know? So I think it's all about just knowing when to breathe, knowing when to take the time. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, but you learn that as the run goes on. How do you guys protect your voices? Um, tea. I like tea. <laughs> um, things with honey. Um, also, breathers, pastilles are like these almost gummy cough drop things. Okay, yeah. And you kind of just let them dissolve in your mouth and they have glycerin in them. So they keep your voice hydrated. Yeah. Okay. Um, those are a lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah. That's and nice. just rest. Yeah, just kind of smart about it. smart about like not talking all the time or you know yeah like that, just or like trying not to yell you know yeah oh yeah that's true yeah that's smart because really you're athletes like this sounds like you're preparing for a sporting event that night like yes you gotta you gotta think of it that way you gotta like warm up you gotta stretch right <laughs> gotta get enough sleep I've gotta eat right it's uh -huh. just all those things oh that's impressive and like it has to be sustainable as well because you know it's not. I'm not in this for two weeks. It's, you know, it's quite a long time. So yeah. you have to physically and mentally keep up. So when you sign with the show, is there a certain time that you know you're going to be on the show? How does that work as far as? Um, you mean like per day? Like which or not like How long are you going to be on the show? Is like there it, a time limit that you're. Date? They give you an end date? Yes, they do. I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I don't okay. know. But there is I didn't there's know how that yeah. all worked. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yes. So you get a contract for. Um, a certain amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I need to know, like, it was exciting when we were in the audience. What was it like, like that first show when the curtain rises? What does that feel like? Oh, I bet your heart on Broadway. Just about to bump out of your chest. <laughs> yes, for sure. I mean, the energy and like the nerves. I was so nervous and excited. Um, but it was also really nice because we have um, invited dress rehearsal, so that's the first time we performed it to anybody that's not you know, our executives. So, yeah. and all the whole audience was just people that we knew. So like nobody had to pay for their tickets. So it was just friends, family, um, cool. anybody who were closest to us could come. So that energy was also really nice because it, it took the pressure off almost, you know, cause we were putting enough pressure on ourselves to do great. And a lot of us, it's our Broadway debut. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the nerves were definitely there, but it was so fun. Like, honestly, one of the best performances. Scott said that when he was there, there just an energy in the audience. Is it like that it. every performance? Yes. Because yeah. I've been to other performances. There's energy, but he's, he just, what he described was just like a different level. Oh, yeah. yeah. From any show I've gone to. And it's like that at every from Like Sutton, especially, she was telling me that, like, it's not usually like this. We just get so lucky. I think it's our cast is so tight and just our show is so fun. And yeah. you know, I feel like it's what people want right now. Yeah. You know, to see a very happy, entertaining, colorful it, show. It sounds like you really draw in the audience to become mm -hmm. part, almost just part yeah. of the whole performance. Like 
That's so yeah. neat. And I don't know about you, but I cried. Do you, did you cry after your first performance? Because it gets to, like, I was getting emotional anyways. He cried. But then at the end, when you have the whole band, like the 76 trombones and everybody's dressed up and everybody comes back in, I was like, and I had my buddies with me and I'm trying to, I'm trying to look. <laughs> and I, I just have tears coming down. And I'm like, it was just an emotional moment for me. Like, yeah. like you talked about just the happiness of it. Yeah. So did you have that moment where you like, you teared up? Like, I, I can't believe I just did that. For sure. I mean, definitely at the end of finale, when we just like form our end formation, that was definitely super emotional. And just hearing that um, audience erupt, like not only on our first show, but you know, still to this day, they just wow. explode. And it's so um, gratifying and humbling to be able to, you know, make people react that way. And I think you're right. Just everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, this is the kind of show that everybody, it's mm -hmm. cathartic for everyone and healing for everyone to just enjoy theater, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's such an easy show to love, so. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so for younger people, like someone that's starting out, what is your advice for someone who wants to be an actor, singer, dancer? How do they, what should they do? I would say try as hard as you can to get in voice lessons, dance lessons, acting classes, um, just because I feel like being a triple threat can never hurt you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but definitely if you have, you know, if you're mostly a dancer and you know that, then really, you know, go all the way with that, you know, really just try to be the best performer you can be. But also I would say, don't be afraid to ask questions. That's a huge thing I learned throughout this process so far and I'm still learning so much, but um, you know, everybody has so much knowledge and you know, without asking, you'll never get the answer answers that you've been wondering. So, yeah. um, and it doesn't make you look, you know, I used to worry if I'm like, oh, I don't want to look unprepared or unprofessional, but truly like the people do want to make you better and help you. So and, uh, asking questions can never hurt. Yeah, I keep asking. Did, did, were you homeschooled? Um, I, not for uh, my whole life. I went to school until seventh grade in person. And then eighth grade, I really started to focus on ballet. So yeah, um, uh, yeah so I started being homeschooled from then until now. Because that is a lot of practice. <laughs> yes, so this school schedule just wasn't, working because I would have to take classes in the morning and then throughout the day. Yeah. Okay. Before we go, I have a surprise for actually both of you. What is that? Hold on just a second. Okay. Where are you going? <laughs> what so is this? you, you said I should come see the show, right? Oh, what? <laughs> I did happen to purchase some tickets for the show. Oh, I don't really? know if you can see the date <laughs> on that right here. What's that date say? We. Wait, that's tonight. That's tonight. We're what? actually hanging up from this podcast. No, we're not. And we have airfare, and we're going right now. <laughs> Are you kidding? We're going right now to the airport. Are you crying? I'm kind of crying now. <laughs> Wait, why am I crying? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're going tonight. We will see you tonight. <sighs> that's why I'm so glad you're performing. Oh, of course. We're going to see Lion King tomorrow and Dare Evan Hansen what? tomorrow. Oh yes. my gosh. Okay, both great shows. <gasps> oh my goodness. So you guys have to come to the stage door. I have to say hi in person. Oh, we okay, can come to the so stage come to the stage door. door? Yeah. Where's the stage <laughs> door? We never could <laughs> It's so it's outside, right? Our opening, um, our the front of the marquee is on Broadway. So if you walk down to seven, it's right on the back. You'll see right like people trotting around there. 
And just say, uh, we're to see Emma. Yeah. <laughs> throw your name around. Oh, wow. Emma. Yeah. I'm totally in shock now. I know. All day he's been like, what do you want to do the rest of the day? We have a rare day off. You were acting kind of cagey. Like, yeah. you wouldn't really answer and what we were like, going to do. I was like, figure it out. It'll be fine. And I'm like, I, I've just been so anxious for this podcast to start so I could stop acting like I'm like trying to avoid talking about anything else. Oh, my real? goodness. Yes, it's they're so real. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so you have oh, to act. I've been, so. seeing, I've been secretly packing, but you <laughs> now you have to actually pack. Well, Emma, I guess we're going to see you we're tonight. We're going to see you tonight, yes. Emma. I'm so excited. I'm going to be watching everything you do. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> You've been such a pleasure, and I can't wait to hug your neck in person. We'll see yes. you on stage door in just a few hours. Oh, my goodness. Well, have a safe flight. Thank you so much for coming on with Party Party Five and a Half, Emma. You've been just a sweet joy. We love talking to people your age that are so inspiring to the younger generation and to the older generation. I mean, you guys have so much knowledge and you're just so pleasant to be around. We love it. So we appreciate your time and we do look forward to seeing you very soon. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, (laughs) have a safe flight. and. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Okay, I can't thanks, wait. Emma. Thanks, okay. Emma. Have I'll a good see day. you later. Bye. 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 Oh, my word. Talk about your quick trip. That was something else, wasn't it? It was crazy amazing. Were you so surprised? I was but you know, I couldn't have probably held that much longer. Like I think under twenty four hours is about your limit on keeping threshold. a secret. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about these shirts? I love this shirt. I wonder if there's actually seventy six. We'll has have to count to them. Be. Maybe we should spend the rest of the show counting them. One, two, no. Because no. you know, da 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 da, and look, it says music bank right know. here on the sleeve. And they're soft and nice. <laughs> they're very soft and nice. We so, got them at the theater. So here's what happened. <laughs> We hopped on a plane. We did. That sat on the tarmac. It did. <laughs> For an hour. Yes. Which made it us late. Very. So we missed the 8 o'clock show. But we hey, did. We are already on the plane. So we told them we were going to see her that night, but actually we went ahead and grabbed tickets for the next day at three o'clock. It only bumped up next to the Lion King. Luckily we've seen that movie 600 times. Since haven't had... seen the show though. No, we haven't we seen haven't the show. We haven't seen the theater show yet. Um, but we did have to leave at intermission. So the first thing we saw was Hakuna Matata. It was wonderful. The puppeteering stuff was like amazing. And the stage was cool. Like it's a flat stage and we were up a little higher so you could see everything that was mm-hmm. going on. It would be flat and then somehow it would open Pride up. Rock. Yeah, Pride, Pride, Pride Rock, Rock would... would rotate out of the floor and be in the center of the stage. Yeah. Like where they lift up Simba and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So amazing. The puppetry was amazing and the staging was amazing. Yes. Yeah. And we kind of knew all the songs. But they had a lot of new songs, I thought. They did have a couple. They had a lot of instrumental dancing yeah, sequences. Yeah, but, but the puppets were cool. Like It was neat. You I mentioned that you would like a little more colorful con- contrast in the background. In the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little more colorfulness in the background I, I could have used. But I thought the two, the, um, the little Simba and Nala were great little. They were really good together. Yeah, the little actors. Yeah, I thought they were really good. So basically, let's back up a little bit because we hopped off the plane. We went. My cousin lives in in Brooklyn, and so she was kind enough to let us sleep on her couch. Yes. And we hightailed it over there. She owns a little pub called Teddy's. Shout out. Go and to Teddy's. Go great to burgers. Teddy's, have a burger. Super cool Say little hi place. To Christina. Yep. Uh, so we had dinner there. Went and spent the night. Got up the next day. We went to 
Brooklyn Tabernacle. Brooklyn Tabernacle. If you have not been, it's pretty incredible. Oh my goodness! It really is. It was so amazing. And one of my favorite things about it, like they have a big, they have a lot of people coming to this church, but instead of like tearing everything down and building a brand new building, they're using an old theater that's there. Yeah. And I just think that's cool. It kind of integrates yourself with mm-hmm. the yeah, it was good with the community, and yeah. it's just really cool. It, it it was incredible. Yes, um, that's in the low like the southern part of Brooklyn, I guess is the way. You and we went it. to a bagel place before that. Pios, yeah. is that how you say it? P I O bagels. Yep. Yeah, it was really good. They make them there. Fresh They're the totally places. fresh yep. New York bagels. Really good, like mm-hmm. chewy and soft, which I they, think is exactly what they you put want. a lot of cream cheese on yours. There, I mean, and I'm a cr- <laughs> I love cream cheese, but, but you I were, actually had to wipe some. Yeah, off. you were knocking off bit, some of that. Quite a bit, quite a bit. Then we zipped over, and um, so that was before Brooklyn Tabernacle. We had the the bagels. Then we went to Brooklyn Tabernacle, and then we knew we were going to have a very busy afternoon, so we needed to grab some more food. Um, <laughs> we stopped at a little what was it bistro? Bistro forty six. Forty six. It was all right. It was it was a very quaint, cool looking right. bistro, but the food I had a Caesar salad that was it was okay. It was perfectly like located, so yeah. that was good. I had eggs Benedict and some little side of like country potatoes that were very lukewarm. And so I mean it probably would have tasted great if it had been actually warm, but it was just Well, and originally we were gonna go to Bond forty five, but right. when we checked out that menu it was a little more expensive than we wanted because yeah. we'd already spent a lot on this little excursion. So Especially we went we for a little cheaper. Twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we went for a cheaper, smaller lunch. Right. So then we run around the corner to Lion King, which yep. we already talked about. After Lion King, we left. We, I mean, we literally left. Intermission was at two fifteen, and we had to be at the Music Man at three o'clock. Right. We, we happened by the Hershey Chocolate oh, Store. Oh, we did. And I got my picture made with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup guy. You did. Mm-hmm. And we got got a little chocolate because we knew we just need a little bit of burst of sugar to get us through the rest of the afternoon. Um, we went to music band. Here's what I love about these things. The Here's theaters, the next playbill. I'm next showing. Playbill. Okay. Um, the the thing about the theaters in New York, as opposed to when you see a Broadway show on the road, when the Broadway shows are on the road, the the it's it's obviously not going to be an acute little old theater that has some historical value to it. Yeah. It's going to be at Bass Hall, which isn't actually huge, but it is bigger than most of the theaters or all the theaters in Brooklyn, or I mean, I'm sorry, in Manhattan. That's um, in Fort Worth near us. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, the Dallas Summer Musicals are at Fair Park in Dallas. Again, that's a huge venue. So you, you miss some of the up-close-and-personalness, I think, when you see it on the road. Also, um, this was what I think is the first time we'd seen a, a Broadway musical with the original cast. I know. That's super because cool. Didn't I didn't realize Wicked that. with the original cast, right? No, it was a year or two after they... Okay, yeah. So... So that I didn't realize that until you mentioned it that yeah. we hadn't seen an original cast. And I basically spent all of intermission trying to figure out how we're going to get our whole family back there before Hugh leaves because yeah. I think he is so he's phenomenal and so is Sutton Foster. So I feel like both of those together, we need to make that happen. And the cool thing about the Winter Garden where this was at is, like you said, it's so small that there's not a bad seat in the house. Yeah, yeah. Like we were. Over halfway back on the floor, and you still you were thirty feet from the performers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah. So, what did you think when you sat down? Because I've been I've I've been selling this show for since April when I saw it. Yeah. 
So do you think I oversold it? No, not okay. at all. It It is the most incredible thing on Broadway right now. What well, Take us through your feelings during the show. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's Hugh Jackman. You can't, I, I, when he walked out on the stage, I was like, oh my gosh, this is Hugh Jackman that's in Les Mis and Hugh Jackman that is in The Greatest Showman and just, he's been in so many things. He's, he's so, also Wolverine. He's also Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, you just, you can't even believe that he's literally standing in front of you. He's such a icon. Like he's just such a, He's just so multi-talented, you yeah. know. It's like who can be a superhero and then turn around and tap dance in a band uniform? Okay, not a lot of people. <laughs> and uh, make it convincing and sing too. Yeah. I mean, he's he's really just so multi-talented. I think they call that a triple threat. Yeah, in showbiz, I think Emma mentioned that actually earlier, being a triple threat. Well, and uh, Emma also mentioned that he has dance lessons and voice lessons every week. That's crazy. So it's not like just his talent. It's like he's working at this. Yeah. Like he's he's not just taking a paycheck. No. He's working all the time. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And I loved even more endearing knowing that when in the interview Emma mentioned that both um, Hugh and Sutton show up and know everybody's names. I think that's a testament to even his personality. So that's something too that makes people like that that are on stage that are such icons so endearing is when you hear stories about they really are as nice as you hear that they are. And I think that really just makes you even a little more like tender hearted towards them. Well, yeah, and I think it helps their production in general because they've Sutton and Hugh have made it a family atmosphere. Yeah. Like we're all in this together. Yeah. I'm not I'm not just a star. I'm like your dad here. Yeah. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything to make you look good and you mm-hmm. do everything to make me look good. Yeah. So it's brilliant either way. You know? And I think one of the things in Music Man too is that I think I was mentioning to you when they turn and like wink at the audience, Hugh did that a few times where he, it's almost like they're letting you in on something, a little secret yeah, uh, that nobody's going to know except for this performance. But that's not necessarily true. It's just, that's how they make you feel. Um, which I think is really cool too. Like that's just a form of just kind of drawing you in. Well, there's like a moment right in the middle of a big dance that I saw Hugh, there's a little kid sitting on the front row uh-huh. and he just turned and winked at them during the show. Yeah. Like during this big dance number. And yeah. I'm like, first of all, you have to know your business well enough to be, to be able to look around and see people. <laughs> Cause I feel yeah. like if I'm doing that, I'm just thinking one and two. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Again, I don't have that talent, but yeah. I, it, it's amazing to see that they can just be so yes. in the moment working so hard at the same time. Yes. It's just crazy. And I was watching Emma too, because knowing of her ballet training, I could totally see that come yeah. through. Um, and just the way that she held her, her toes and the way that she came up on her toes, I could see, Oh, there's, there's that ballet. I can see it. And she did a lot of jumping in the air, crashing cymbal moves. Yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah. It was so sweet. And she told us her favorite, Dance number was Madame Librarian. Oh my goodness! And that was incredible. It is so amazing. I don't know how it's. You're sitting there and you're going, okay, they spliced this together on the camera because it's it was totally perfect. Yeah. As far as we could see, it was perfect. Oh, I saw a girl drop a book. Did you really? I saw oh it. wow. <laughs> that's a big. I just happened to be looking at one of them, but that's what's so that's awesome a news is alert. that like you didn't. Even I didn't see even it see it. I mean, I mean, she was yeah. I was just kind of looking around and it just happened to catch my eye. There but, is so much going on in that scene. Just, I don't know how they do that's it. That's also a testament to just how much professionals they are because I mean it just went right on like oh, you yeah. just wouldn't have even known that. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was incredible. So right after, as um, as we said earlier, I do have to mention oh, before ahead. we finish mm-hmm. with the show. Yep. I did tear up again. Yeah, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. There's just something about that reprise 
when the character is totally his character arc has gone from this bad huckster to this good guy that's going to help the community. Yeah. You've got that and then you've got everybody coming out in the real band stuff and it just makes you makes you He makes swoon. me weepy every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <laughs> I had the same reaction again 6 weeks later. So So as you saw earlier and heard earlier Emma said meet us at the stage door. So we spent um, a little bit of the afternoon grabbing Emma some flowers. Yeah. Um, and then we made sure that those, we handed those off to the stage manager when we walked in. Which and always she, freaks me out. I'm like, she's never going to get I'm these. I'm like, how, how did those get back there? But okay. <laughs> she came out with them later. So yep. I was like, yeah, she got them. Um, and so what was cool is we're waiting. And I mean, all these people are crowded around the stage door, which I'm going to be real. I didn't even know that was a thing. I've never even thought about it, to be no. honest. I, I thought no they would come out a lot later. They come out pretty quickly pretty after quick. the show. Yeah, so everybody's crowded around the, sta- the stage door, and out walks Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah, he's just hanging out. He strolls out, and I was really glad that Hugh Jackman came out first, Sutton Foster came out second. She didn't hang around. He stopped and took pictures. He was there about and, five or ten minutes. Yeah, he yeah. took some pictures and waved at everybody and before he went off, but then as soon as they had kind of left, people started to dissipate, which was great because we were waiting on the real star, Emma Crow. Yeah, everybody's like, where's Hugh? And we're thinking, where's, where's Emma? Emma? <laughs> I don't want to miss Emma. Did she already come out? Yeah. So sure enough, after that kind of, people had kind of stepped on a little bit, she came out and she had her flowers. She her did. And she's so sweet. Making so, me cry again. <laughs> so anyways, I just thought that was very kind of her to even remember to do that. I mean, she's And look so for us when she came on. out. Yes, that yeah. was very sweet and kind. Emma, we thank you so much for that. So great to see you in person. Yeah. It was awesome. And so now we just have to figure out how to get all our family back there, and then we'll see you again in person. Like five minutes in the show, Rebecca's like, because Rebecca's all about community. So she's like, <laughs> how do we get all the kids here and their girlfriends <laughs> and everybody? I'm like, well, everybody. okay. She's got to bring everybody. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if that works Emma out. Maybe can block us off a section. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that <laughs> Do it? Do you have that power, Emma? <laughs> <laughs> can you put a little weight there? <laughs> I mean, you know. We just want up front near the orchestra. Yeah, that's that's all. it. How many how many seats do we need? I mean, I would say 20. We need 20 seats. 20 seats. Okay, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, that was on top of a great show, being able to see the performers after. and That was really cool. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Was so so cool. we left there. We quickly had, I mean, we were like, I was total we were on a little bit of a high when we walked away i was just like giddy you were giddy giddy. i was giddy i was like i can't believe that why is emma talking to us first of all (laughs) yeah we're just we're from burleson texas so uh that was really cool and then so anyways we left and we had i had quickly earlier made us some dinner reservations at dos caminos dos caminos and i had eaten there six weeks before and when you said that name i was like yes it was actually in the walking path so it was one of the names i threw out it's mexican food new york yeah if you're from texas you can probably go when you're used to tex-mex which is pretty good stuff you think Mexican food in New York? Mm, not sure about yeah, that. Yeah, but it's, it's more authentic. Like it really they is. They don't have cheese, and that's how you kind of know. Yeah. They had queso, which is unusual for Fundito. Yes, but they um, they don't have, like, cheese. Like, we ordered fajitas. Yeah. They don't have cheese. They go, like, that, I mean, they kinda, maybe could have gotten some. But... Top fajita for me. Really? Like, top three fajita. I don't that's usually, big news. I don't usually have shrimp fajitas, and that's what I went with this time. I was just feeling it. Because I do, like, when we're closer to a coast or any sort of water where... You might catch that. Then I would prefer to eat that. Straight but, out of the Hudson? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got a better mm-hmm. shot at fresh shrimp in New York than probably Dallas, don't you think? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. So if you're in New York, think of Dos Caminos. Yeah, it's good. You you will be satisfied when you leave It's kind of right there. in the middle of everything, so that's great. And it's cool. You go down. They have a storefront on street level, but you eat in the basement in a cool yeah, like, dining area. Yeah, don't be deterred because when you walk in, you might think that there's no tables, but they have a whole other it's, underground There's a whole floor under there. Yeah. Yeah. It's Super good. cool. Yeah. Okay. And then we were on to our last musical, which makes three. We of, did three musicals in one day, people. Three of the day. And to be fair, two and a half. Two and a half. We didn't see all of Lion King. If we got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Our last one was this. Evan Hansen. There's a place Dear where Evan you Hansen. don't have to feel unknown. I personally knew nothing about the show. I had seen Didn't it advertised. Anything. I knew there was a movie. I had seen the movie. I could never in my mind categorize what this show was about, mm-hmm. so I never watched it. Like, I couldn't figure out where it fit in my viewing spectrum. Right. So I was picking between Dear Evan Hansen, and I had just watched the movie probably a week ago. Fell in love with the music of it. Okay. Um, I was toying between that and Hamilton. I'm, I've seen Hamilton so many times on Disney Plus. On and, Disney Plus. Yeah. I was really afraid I would be disappointed in not the original cast. I couldn't, I just couldn't picture what that would even be like sitting there without the original cast. So I opted for Dear Evan Hansen because Scott had never seen that. And I just thought, we'll just try something new. And how'd you like it? I thought it was incredible. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, if you look at the shows we saw that day, mm-hmm. that was just yesterday. <laughs> we Actually, it was just earlier because we were pretending that we just flew in. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> no, we finally had to sleep. Edit. <laughs> yes. Um, it was, it was Wait, a different... Wait, we slept? Barely. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> not a whole lot. Not a lot. Plain sleep, was, mm-hmm. which is not great. It's terrible. Um... It's a different kind of show than the other two. The other two are happy, like, you know, joyful musicals. And this is a more serious, like, it's very serious subject matter of suicide and loneliness. And Yeah. But I thought, like, the actors, they had actor-singers because there was a lot of acting in this one. Those people could sing. And they could sing, but there was a lot of great acting. They were singing. Those people could sing. And the staging, I can't even describe the staging. You can't take pictures doing the production, so I don't have any pictures to show you. A lot of this show has to do with things that happened on social media. Yeah. So there was a lot of screens that were dropped that were talking about, like, different views and follows and things of certain things that were people were Like, streaming would be over here, and TikTok would be over there. And what was also cool about the staging is the band, it was like a jazz band, was up in the corner on the stage yeah like silhouetted out above the actors it was really cool so yeah it was a totally different vibe of the other shows yeah it was very modern very youthful mm-hmm. and i thought i really really enjoyed it yeah, it was great it was very a very important issue to talk about yeah so good so, rebecca so, you have outdone yourself i was you. totally i still kind of in shock that we just did that <laughs> we did it was <laughs> Christina, after my, we went back to, and I cut Christina's hair before we left, and we left at two o'clock in the morning. Went to the airport in we, Newark, in New York, in Newark, and we we slept on the plane, kinda, kinda, and then we slept on the second plane, kinda. kinda. So I think as of right now, we've probably had collectively three hours of sleep. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that thirty six hours. Christina kept saying that we were. Gone. I guess so. Yeah. Was it even that? I don't even know if it was. And we we got there Friday night, and we were out of there by early Monday morning. Yes, we did. 
<laughs> I'm enjoying this phase of our life where we get to go back to cities that we've been to before and focus on other things than the things that you always want to see when you go to those cities. Yeah, there was no touristy stuff. We didn't need to see stuff. the Statue of Liberty. Yep. We didn't need to go to the Top of the Rock or any of these places. Those things we had done previously. We had so, to see Emma Crow. We had to see Emma Crow. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, whatever. And some other Broadway stuff. Yeah. That's all we had on our itinerary. And give Christina a haircut. Yep, and a hug. <laughs> It was good to see Christina. Ooh, so now I think it's time to go to sleep. That's a good plan. <laughs> before we fall asleep right here on this podcast. We just want to, before we sign off, just want to thank Emma Crow again. Yes. Y'all need to keep on the lookout for her because she's going to be doing big things. She's doing big things. Yep. And you heard it here first on Hardy Party at Five and a Half. That's right. Over and out. We'll see you next time.